What is up, guys? This is the Three Blonde Mice Podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Akins, and here with me are my two lovely co-hosts slash best friends, Katie Russ and Anna Beavis. Hey, guys. Hey. So, we are super pumped because this is the first inaugural episode of the Three Blonde Mice. Uh, We have a super fun episode planned for tonight. We're in our PJs. We got our barefoot wine. Because we're cheap broads over here, okay? (laughs) But, you know, I'm not into pleasantries. All you need to know, this is a podcast where we discuss relationships, pop culture, trending topics, and anything else that tickles our fancy, okay? But let's just get right down into it, alright? So, The Bachelor. Bachelor fandom is a disease, and Anna and I are severely infected. We are. I cannot do without the bachelor uh eat sleep <laughs> breathe bachelor nation it's a problem it's like an obsession i mean literally mike flies grabs us by the throat every monday night <laughs> and holds us hostage in his own personal hell for two hours and it, there's nothing we can do about it honestly absolutely not i mean yeah. the week that there was two episodes and it was a three-hour episode and a two-hour episode, I was like, I have to put five hours of my life towards The Bachelor this week, and I have no other choice. I mean, like I said, it's a disease, but thankfully, Katie is not infected. She is is our resident Bachelor non-watcher, so I hope for those of you who do not watch The Bachelor, feel represented right now (laughs) through Katie. So, I did not catch last night's episode, but from what I heard, they did talk about Maddie's ultimatum. They did a little bit. They touched on it at the beginning of Women Tell All. They had a couple of the girls voice their opinions on it. Lexi voiced her opinion saying that she thought it was wrong for her Mm -hmm. to tell him that and it wasn't her place. But then Sydney, which this is the only time I've ever agreed with Sydney the whole time she's been on Peter's season, she actually backed Madison up and said, you know, where we're from, that's normal. That would be a normal thing to ask of somebody. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Well, just as a preface, for those of y'all who don't know or don't keep up with The Bachelor, Peter Weber, he's our Bachelor this season, and this season is just one big freaking Finasco. Dumpster fire. Yes, a finasco. (laughs) After the finasco of the champagne stealing incident. So, last week, one of the remaining contestants uh, told Peter that she did not feel comfortable with him being intimate with the other women in the fantasy suites, which is basically an overnight date that doesn't involve cameras. So, you can probably imagine what happens in those dates. Some people were calling it an ultimatum because she did hint that he could lose her if he was intimate with these other women. I I don't agree with, I mean. I don't think it's an ultimatum. I think she voiced her feelings and what mm -hmm. she was feeling in that moment. And she was vulnerable. She said, I'm not comfortable with this. And she, she was so articulate with how she said it and she was so 
you could tell she was so careful. Mm-hmm. It was almost borderline rehearsed. It probably was, it's honestly. It's like she <laughs> chose her words so carefully mm-hmm. to not sound like Like Luke, judgmental. No, or, like Luke P. Yeah. Ultimately, and oh, and I, by, I think she chose her words correctly. Yeah, and by the way, guys, this so-called ultimatum, I'm using air quotes, is grounded in her faith um, and her morals. So that's where all that came from. It wasn't just her being like, oh, well, like from a place of jealousy, I guess. Or insecurity. Or insecurity. It really did come from a place. Uh, of standards. Of, of standards, right, and morals. So, I mean, props to her, honestly, for sticking to her morals, standing her ground, and um, just setting a good example, honestly. Yeah, because she never said that, if you do this, I'm leaving. She just said, hey. I'm not comfortable with I'm not comfortable with this, Mm -hmm. and it's going to make it really hard for me if you are intimate with somebody this week. And you proposed to me in six right. days. Which is honestly the realest thing someone has ever said Absolutely. on The Bachelor. Like, like who wouldn't be comfortable with their, uh, the man that's going to propose to them sleeping with someone else six days before? Exactly. It's not an outlandish request. <laughs> it's not at all. By any means. Not at all. But Bachelor Nation has... There's been a lot of counter-arguments. So, yeah, Bachelor Nation has so many people kind of brainwashed to think that that's normal. Mm-hmm. In that world, that's normal. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely really not, not, though. It's Even in that world, I don't think it's all that right. normal because there's been other bachelors and bachelorettes who didn't participate, who, who didn't in, participate that. in that. They use their time to get to know these people better. Or if they were intimate with somebody... It was the person they knew they were going to pick. Right. But, I mean, who's not surprised that Peter doesn't know who he wants yet? I mean, I'm not saying that's an excuse. I'm just saying, like, it just looks really bad on him, I think. I'm just wondering if Peter, why he's so confused is because he, we all know he's so close with his family. Mm Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have them right now. Do you think that he's having such a difficult time because he doesn't have his family there? I mean, I think he's definitely a mommy's boy. But I don't know if that's the reason for all of his bad decision making. I think, my theory is, is that he's still hung up on Hannah B. I totally 100,000% agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think he was never over her. I honestly... I honestly think he was the only person on Hannah B's season that was actually in love with her. Right. And it shows. Yeah, definitely. And it showed both times that she showed up on his season and he was not over her. He should have never agreed to be The Bachelor mm-hmm. with those feelings still there. Let's just talk about ultimatums for a little bit. Yeah. Do you guys think that ultimatums are the kiss of death in any relationship I think it depends I mean sometimes I think they can be healthy it all depends on if you're just trying to be in control or if you're actually trying to do what's good for the both of you and Mm -hmm. that person just needs that extra push like I don't have a great example off the top of my head but I definitely don't think they're all bad but sometimes they can be yeah I mean I think that we all have ultimatums in our relationships that are just unspoken. Like, 
like you, secret ultimatum. Yeah, I mean, I think we all do. If you break up with me, or, or not if you break up with me, but if you cheat on me, I'm going to break up with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to voice that, but that's an ultimatum. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, whenever I was researching this topic, I was looking up kind of what psychologists say about ultimatums in relationships. And most of them said with ultimatums, it's not really uh, what you say, it's how you say it. Absolutely. So, for example, instead of being like, if you don't propose to me by this amount of time, I'm leaving you. Instead, having an open and honest conversation with your significant other and just being like, hey, I really want to take our relationship to the next level. I feel like we're at that point where we need to commit to each other and, you know, start a family, lay our roots, just have an open conversation like that. Yeah, I I agree with that because I think when you give ultimatums such as, if we've been dating for four years and you haven't proposed to me yet, mm-hmm. I'm leaving. I think that can be the kiss of death for a relationship. Definitely, because then... That puts worry in their head. Well... It makes them feel trapped. It, yeah, it makes them feel trapped and it makes them feel like... And you want them to make that their... That you don't love me enough to stay a little bit longer if I'm not ready by that point. Yeah. And you want them to make the decision on their own. Exactly. Then if they feel trapped and they feel like get backed up into making a decision that they don't want to, then um, that leads to resentment down the road. And you Absolutely. definitely don't want resentment in a relationship because I feel like that is the kiss of death in Absolutely. a relationship. Resentment is the kiss of death. Right. So going back to the Maddie and Peter thing, she... The reason why I don't think it was an ultimatum is because, like those psychologists said, she did have an open and honest conversation with him and kind of told him her boundaries. Absolutely. I think she did it in the right way. I think she did it respectfully, and I didn't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. So, speaking of ultimatums, (laughs) ladies, instead of giving an ultimatum for your fellow who's not popping the question, why don't you just pop the question yourself? (laughs) How was that transition, guys? (laughs) It was great. So over the weekend was Leap Day, and there is a really old tradition that apparently on Leap Day, women can propose to their men for marriage. And what do they get? If they if, if the man the, says if no, if the man says no, they are supposed to buy the woman either a silk dress or a fur coat. There you go. So I mean, at least you get something out of it. Absolutely. But there was a Twitter highlight and everything of all these couples posting their engagements after the women proposed to the men, and it is so cute. I think. Yeah. I I, I don't. I'm here for it. Honestly. Yeah, I can. I can see, especially like in this day and age, that becoming more of a thing Mm -hmm. even not on leap year because I think women are becoming so much more independent and yeah and they feel they are equals with their partner and they feel that they can do that yeah 
And I think the line between gender roles is becoming more blurred. Yeah. For sure. So I think it's, I mean, I, I don't know if it's becoming more of an accepted thing, but it's definitely not taboo. No. I would say, or definitely not off limits. <laughs> I asked my husband, or y'all, I mean, obviously y'all know Preston, but <laughs> I asked Preston how he would feel if I proposed to him. And he was just like, uh. Hey, babe. Yeah. So, pretend like we weren't married and we were just dating. How would you feel if I proposed to you? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh. I'd probably just tell you to wait till I ask you. You wouldn't say yes? So, I don't, I mean, do y'all think that, what do you think guys would think about this? Well, I think in the South, I just don't see that really becoming too big of a trend. I think we're still pretty conservative on our relationship roles and the image of that. So, Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of Southern boys would probably be down for that, but... (laughs) But I can see in more of a progressive place that I think people would be more open to that. Yeah. I just think that men propose when they're ready, and I wouldn't want to push that. Yeah. Personally. Just because I think that men A and lot women, of plans go into place. Yeah, a lot of men and women, I think, one, their feelings progress at a different rate, and two... Um, you know, you have to think about finances, you have mm-hmm. to think about where you want to live. You have, there's a lot of things that go into it, and I feel like there's a right time. So maybe you should definitely do, like, what we were just talking about in ultimatums, and just make sure you're on the same page with your partner if you're gonna do it. Yeah. But I I just would prefer to let the man do it. But that's just my personal preference. Yeah. But honestly, that's probably because I don't want the pressure on me. So. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Anna, are you gonna propose to Will anytime soon? Probably <laughs> Maybe <not>. next sleep <laughs> day. In four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not. That's just not my thing. And that I just don't see that being his either. So yeah. that's not really us. Yeah. I know I feel that. And honestly, I mean, if me and Preston weren't married yet or I mean engaged, I I don't know. I probably wouldn't either. <laughs> honestly but I mean props to the ladies who do do that and have the guts to do it and if any ladies out there want to propose to their man do it what I mean you don't have to wait for the next leap day to do it absolutely if you think he'll be down for it do it I mean just as long as you have an open and honest conversation and make sure you're on the same as long as you know where as long as you know where y'all are in your relationship and that you're both there to say yes yeah, then I don't see a There you with go. It. it doesn't matter who proposes to who. So, since we're on the topic of love, let's talk Love is Blind. Have y'all seen it at all? I've only seen a couple episodes. I'm really just not that into it myself. I understand that. I mean, I don't think it's for everybody. Love is Blind, it's a new. Doc, it's not a docu-series. It's a reality series, yeah, I would reality say. reality TV show. Yeah, well, reality TV show on, yeah, on Netflix. And it is a beautiful mess, <laughs> I would say. I'm super into it. My husband and I have been 
binging it after our son goes to sleep. And I just think it's super interesting. So basically the premise is that they are experimenting to see if love is truly blind. And the way they do that is they separate women and men. They go into what they call pods to have these dates. In these dates, they're separated by a wall. So they can't see each other. And I'm not sure, they never really address this in the show, but I think what it is, they're not really supposed to talk about occupations or um, what they look like. What, yeah, what they look like, appearance, what they earn, um, yeah. anything like that. It's strictly supposed to be on personalities and just who they are as a person and yeah. how they match. So... You know, I don't know. I haven't, we haven't finished the series, but I just I don't think it's I don't think it's going to go in their in the show's favor. I don't think love is blind, truly, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I think there's just so much that goes into love and and relationships. And I mean, relationships, absolutely. Like I I don't think you can base your relationship solely off of that right so many factors go into it so I wouldn't say this is like a legit experiment that the show is doing I think it's more for entertainment purposes but I think the idea is nice and I think people would like to think that love is blind and that people can just fall in love with each other's souls and that just be enough but when you're in those pods, for example, you can't see how that person is in social situations. Like, what if they're a complete jerk in social situations? Right. That would be a complete turnoff for me if they're if the person I was with or dating was just a jerk out of nowhere for no reason, or if they, or if they have like a bad sense of humor, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah, and I think it would have been even more interesting. If they wouldn't have picked all people that were gorgeous, right. like they're all like they're all pretty people. Yeah, all very conventionally good looking. Exactly. People. So, I think that defeats the purpose mm -hmm. of the show. Honestly, yeah, I think it definitely would have been interesting if they talked in a few, you know, busted looking, looking people. Yeah, just I mean, to see how they would react. Like, and that would really truly test the hypothesis I guess yes, is absolutely. love truly blind because Can I mean after they saw each other for the first time every one of them I saw were like oh they were smoking hot or they were this that I'm like <laughs> yeah. well of course well, you'll yeah be at least infatuated with that person exactly so of course you'll be all for it oh and I didn't even mention like these people are going on dates to for engagements to for marriage yes. They literally propose, the men propose to the women in the pods before they even see each other, which is crazy. Like, yeah, would y'all ever do something like that? Mm. Absolutely not. No. But, I mean, I think it would be cool to experience. I mean, I'm yeah. married, but <laughs> if I was single, <laughs> I think it would be cool to for the experience. Well, I feel like you don't see people, like, in their true environments. It's like... They, it's almost like selling themselves. Right. That, I 
honestly did not think about that, but that's so true. Yeah, because you know the purpose of, like, what you're doing is trying to find a match for you, so you are. You're putting your best version of yourself out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you can say whatever you want in those pods and let the other person believe. You you don't know how that person is going to handle obstacles in real life, you know, that you don't know that if something gets hard, they're not just going to get up and walk away. You you don't know these things based Mm -hmm. off of what they're saying because they're telling you the very best things about themselves. Yeah. And I feel like there's just some petty stuff, too, that are just deal breakers for relationships. I mean, we may sound like some shallow, you know, you know what, but... I mean, it's true, though. I mean, for example, what? I mean, I feel like I touched on one. What did I say? Oh, the being a jerk in social situations thing, which I feel like that's not petty. Yeah. But what would be a petty one? Like cleanliness. Yeah. I mean, you don't know if they keep their house clean. Yeah. Or personal hygiene. Personal hygiene is a big thing. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's petty. (laughs) I think it's petty. I mean, (laughs) I mean, what if they don't use deodorant? Yeah. I mean, true that. I mean, it's a personal choice, but you don't have to like it. Exactly. (laughs) Honestly, there's so much that goes into the discussion of getting married and getting engaged. I know that their whole purpose was not to talk about finances and things like that, but that goes into marriage. For sure. I mean, on the show, one of the couples, the girl, I mean, I don't remember how much she was in debt, but it it was a lot. Yeah, and I she mean, was she had she was in a big hole. Okay, I think that's important to know before yeah. you get married or and, engaged. Um, she, the guy, her fiance, didn't know until wait, I mean, almost to the wedding. Yeah, and she was telling him that she was hoping to be a stay-at-home mom, and I was like, oh my gosh. And see, even career aspirations, you know, what you want to do with your life, what you are doing with your life, that's important to know mm-hmm. because. You may have it in your head that you want to be a stay-at-home mom, but your husband's financial situation may not call for that. Yeah. Like, that may not be a possibility, and that needs to be discussed before you get married. Right. Or before you have a relationship, if you're really wanting to get married, you know. Yeah, these are, those are the, those are important things that you need to talk about. You need to talk about, do you want kids? Mm-hmm. Like, are these the things that you want? How do you want to raise your kids? Yeah. I mean, these are important things that I just don't think are touched on very well in this because of how it's set up. Yeah. So, is love truly blind? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, too. I think it depends. I mean, not in the way that they are portraying it. Mm -hmm. I don't think love is blind. But I think in the typical sense of the phrase, it can be. Like, I think we definitely turn a blind eye to some of the things that people do that maybe annoy us or we wouldn't, like, we wouldn't, um, or we wouldn't typically accept because we love them and we're going to turn a blind eye to it. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. But I think that also comes with already loving that person. That's true. Definitely. But yeah, that's where I think the phrase typically comes from, though. Is yeah. love is blind because you're already in love with them, so you're blinded by those feelings and those emotions. And so you make decisions or you accept things based on that emotion that's already mm-hmm. there. 
as opposed to what they're doing, which is building that emotion on uh, getting to know that person and not seeing them physically. Yeah. Which I guess that's where that whole situation with um, the man and the woman with the insurmountable amount of debt, you know, he looks past that because he has such strong feelings for her. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. Yeah. So I think we might be a little bit pessimistic about this idea, but even if we don't think that love is blind, the jury's still out. I mean, never say never, you know? Yeah. Um, But that's all we have for tonight, guys. I hope you have a great day, great night. Whenever you're listening to this, I don't know, but we're getting out of here, okay? Catch us next time and see you later.